Hello, my dear curious friend, and welcome to yet another episode of the Curious Pavel Podcast Sessions. Today, we are traveling to the capital and the biggest city of Argentina, or Argentina. Wherever you're from, it might be different, but I'm sure you know what I'm talking about. We are going to Buenos Aires. Of course, we're going to be talking once again about the food, what to see in Buenos Aires, what to drink, about the culture. And speaking of drinks, we're going to be talking about the national drink of Argentina. What is it? Where is it coming from? And what's all about that? Really curious to share this episode with you. So let's jump on a train together and go to Argentina. Hello, Marielle. And thank you so much for joining us for this episode. How are you feeling today? I am feeling great, feeling really great. Uh, thank you, Pavel, for letting me be part uh, of this episode. Uh, I'm very happy to, to talk to you about my country. Oh, I'm so excited. As you can see, I, I just put the flag of uh, Argentina as well. Uh, I saw your surprise face, which made me very happy as well. Um, <laughs> Before we jump, are we going to be talking about Buenos Aires? Is that correct? Yeah, exactly. Uh, that's uh, where I'm from. I can I could also like say other things about other parts of the country, okay. as I I've been to most of it. I know I know most most of the country. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, Buenos Aires would be uh, the place I know the most. Perfect. Then let's start with Buenos Aires for now. And then later on, maybe in another episode, we can go and backpack Argentina maybe in a, for a bit. But before we hop on the plane and go to Buenos Aires, I and my audience, what we like to do at the beginning is just get to know our tour guide for the day. So as most of my guests, I don't really know you. I haven't met you live. We just exchanged a few messages. So why don't you tell me and my audience, like, who are you, like, where did you grow up? Like, how do you know about things and traveling? Like, just something about you. Okay. Okay. Fantastic. Uh, so, um, as you said before, my, I'm Mariel, Mariel in, in Spanish. Mm-hmm. So, I'm from Argentina, from Buenos Aires. Uh, I grew up here, but I actually, um, I was born in Brazil, oh. uh, which is a neighbor country. So, I'm, I'm Argentine Brazilian. I have uh, both uh, nationalities. So your parents uh, are Brazilian? Um, not really. <laughs> um, so my parents are from Argentina, but uh, to Brazil for work. Okay. Uh, so well, just life happens, <laughs> and I uh, I was born there. Uh, I have some family in Brazil, in Rio, but uh, that's all. My, all my my whole family is here in in Argentina. And I actually grew up in a city uh, called uh, Quilmes, which is very near Buenos Aires. It's actually the main uh, brewery in Argentina. Uh, the main beer is uh, Quilmes. Uh, so I grew up there, which is very near Buenos Aires, only like uh, 20 minutes, 30 minutes by car. Mm-hmm. So it's, it belongs to the, it's called Gran Buenos Aires. Uh, it's the suburb region of Buenos Aires. And uh, so I, I grew up here. I'm a, a translator and a, and a Spanish teacher. Uh, I did Spanish for like 10 years and the last five years uh, online because I, I wanted to be able to travel more. And actually, um, so I consider myself a digital nomad. I, I travel uh, together with my husband, Mariano. And uh, so we started traveling, uh, like, that we consider ourselves nomads uh, for uh, five years. Uh, we've been traveling around uh, South America and uh, Europe. For the so, last four years. Are you? Wow, wow, congratulations. Uh, here is a nice place to input that there. I'm from Bulgaria, and Bulgaria is, uh, I don't know if you know, but there are places in Bulgaria that are very suitable for digital nomads. They even have hubs for digital nomads. You can, you know that? Yeah, yeah, I've been to Bulgaria. So, oh, yeah, yeah it's, it's for all of digital nomads. That's true. 
Yeah, I really like Bulgaria. Ah, perfect, perfect. Okay, maybe we can do a separate episode on your ex- expressions. I mean, what did you experience <laughs> in Bulgaria? Um, but what yeah. are you translating? Is it Spanish, Portuguese, and English? And yeah, yeah, three languages exactly: Spanish, Portuguese, and English. Okay, so those are the the three lang- the three languages I translate. I mainly do subtitling, so I translate for uh, like series on Netflix or. Oh, um, how did you find this yeah. job? I'm curious. Um, well, I, I'm not uh, directly working for Netflix. I'm mm-hmm. uh, like uh, an outsourcer. So I, I work for a, a company that works for another company and another company that works for Netflix. I see. Wow, there is a lot <laughs> of monkeys on the chain there. Yeah. <laughs> <In> the <brand>. Okay. <laughs> As long as you're happy, yeah. as long as they don't cut your commission too much, then it should be all right. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. Okay, that that was that was very interesting. Uh, Argentinian who's born in Brazilian and but now living back in Argentina, like it's it's an interesting connection. Um, okay, I to be fair, I don't know much about Argentina as we call it or Argentina. Um, but let's let's start then. How are we flying? Is it easy to go to Argentina because you are traveling to Euro- Europe as well and most of the listeners and viewers are from Europe. How is it going there? Do I need to make a connection somewhere or do I have a direct flight? Well, um, last year I would have replied this very easily, but nowadays uh, many connections were lost with COVID. Mm-hmm. So things are quite quite different. So before we had like uh, you're, you're in London right now, right? Yes. Uh, so we had direct flight London with uh, Norwegian, but uh, actually now uh, Norwegian isn't working any longer in in Argentina. So you ha- you can have direct flights from uh, Barcelona or Madrid with uh, Iberia. Uh, yeah, how- you you have some yeah. How long is that flight? Uh, it should be if it's only a direct flight. If it's a direct flight, it should be about thirteen hours. Thirteen hours. All right. That's yeah. That's Twelve, doable. thirteen. That's doable yeah. in a way. Yeah. Yeah. I guess. Yeah. Yeah. It is. Okay. So we arrive in Buenos Aires after thirteen hours flight, and then. What happens? I would assume the connections are not bad. Do would you say it's better to take bus, train, or some taxi or some other form of transportation when we arrive? So um, I would say from the airport, a, a taxi would be a favorite company. Mm, not just a taxi you see on the street. So if you if you can find a private company, you, or you can also get an Uber. Um, because there is there is Wi-Fi at the airport, which it doesn't happen every city in South America, but in in Buenos Aires you have Wi-Fi. Um, you can you can yeah call a, an Uber. There's also a, a bus that's called uh, Tienda de Leon, Tienda de Leon, which means Lion's Store. Uh, you can get that bus, and it's quite fast to get to Buenos Aires to uh, a neighborhood. Uh, that is uh, Retiro, and there you can you can get very easily and it's cheaper. But anyway, uh, I would say for the price, I, I could say that uh, the, the cost of taxes in Europe, a taxi here should be should be okay. <laughs> okay, fair point. Especially if we are you know few people with not just a solo traveler. And speaking of areas, which area would you would you advise us to stay in? Oh, definitely Palermo. Palermo, Palermo. is that's the, the center, yeah, isn't it? yeah. That's that's uh, not really the center because the center is like the um, mo- mo- more like the business area. So I wouldn't really recommend uh, the center. It's it's okay depending on what you want to do. Like if you mm-hmm. um, if you if you want to be near uh, the the obelisk obelisco which is the main uh, monument in Buenos Aires, it's okay. But I would say that it's, it's better for, uh, yeah, especially for, for tourism, it's better uh, Palermo. It's a, quite a safe area. 
and uh, you can be sure that you can walk on the streets and will will uh, hit you, <laughs> will try to kill you. <laughs> so wow. uh, Palermo is a is a really nice area. It's more like the um, and and I would say um, it's it's more like uh, a relaxed area. Just a lot many green. Uh, parts in, in yeah. many parts in and you can Palermo. see you're close to the beach as well yeah I, I wouldn't call it a beach but no? <laughs> yeah you could say uh, yeah it's, it's, it's the riverside it's, it's okay you cannot you cannot really swim there but uh, okay yeah. so that's not an option <laughs> okay okay um, because some, some rivers have beaches so I was I was hoping there would be something but you said that Palermo is kind of a good area and uh, that reminded me of a podcast I did about Philadelphia. <laughs> Can you tell me areas that are not good and then we should avoid? Mm, okay, so a very nice uh, place to visit in Buenos Aires is La Boca. That's uh, especially for football fans. I'm not sure if you know more about football uh, on, or it's, soccer. Uh, it's Boca Juniors America. there, isn't it? Exactly, Boca yeah. Juniors. <laughs> so you know you know about football <laughs> yes yes go on uh so it's it's a very nice you have the stadium you have a caminito that is a very colorful neighborhood uh so that touristic area is very nice uh during the day don't go at night but if you try to live a bit the touristic area could be a bit dangerous okay you're talking about what caminito about La Boca. It's, La Boca. Uh, all that is inside the neighborhood of La Boca. Okay. Uh, La Boca. So that would be a place that you can visit as a tourist. But I wouldn't advise to stay too much there because it could be a bit dangerous in, mm -hmm. in some parts. Mm -hmm. Yeah, just uh, had a look at La Boca and you're right. All the houses are quite colorful in a way that reminds me of Camden Town here in uh, London. I don't know if you... Exactly. Have... Yeah, 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 definitely. It has a lot to do. Yeah, it's quite similar to Camden Town. Mm -hmm. So it's the Buenos Aires, the Camden Town of Buenos Aires. In, indeed, you just look around, there are just colorful buildings, a lot of people, you know, street shops selling clothing and souvenirs. So it's really, really like, you know, yeah. Camden Town. Yeah, 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 it's true. Yeah, yeah, I haven't thought about it. Yeah. Definitely, definitely. <laughs> Perfect. And while we're on the subject, then what can we see? Okay, let's say we we're gonna have our place in Palermo. Yeah, that's where we're gonna stay. So, how we can we spread? I don't know, like two, three days. What can we do in Buenos Aires? So Palermo is more is more like the uh, has more like um, a young vibe. So there are many bars. Uh, it's, Perfect. We are all young. More, right? uh, yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> Whatever. So it's not, it's not, I mean, there's not much history. There's some history, but it's more, everything is more like modern. It's oh, not, okay. uh, you, you cannot really find history in Palermo. Uh, you can find really nice restaurants, like the best restaurants in Buenos Aires are in Palermo. Hmm. So okay. uh, you have a restaurant that uh, won some prizes. That's uh, the name is Don Julio. Don Julio is is really good. And uh, then actually this year I uh, I've been part because you know I, I'm a translator and I teach online, so I'm always with a computer. So I wanted to have some fun, some uh, I, some kind of job where I could hang out with people. So just before the quarantine started in Buenos Aires, it was in March, uh, I was working as a tour guide uh, in a food tour mm -hmm. in, in Buenos Aires. Uh, so definitely all the tour was inside Palermo because you have the, re the best restaurants there. Mm -hmm. uh, you can find good barbecue, mm, even though <laughs> it's, it's funny to say, even though I'm vegetarian, uh, I can tell that uh, the, the meat culture is very big in Argentina. Uh, it's almost like a ritual for to us have a steak. to have a yeah, to have a not not only to have a steak, but uh, something that 
uh, I didn't, I haven't thought about before, but uh, some people uh, mentioned uh, only like uh, preparing the barbecue is a men thing. So mm -hmm. men prepare the barbecue most most of, and they start very early. They start with uh, having a, a glass of wine, and they could be cooking for hours uh, on the cold. Only and cooking. Uh, when we're gonna eat? Well, they start early, so if uh, on especially on on like it's common on Sundays for for families to get together and and they could start cooking at I know nine ten ten a.m. or a bit later, but we also eat later. You can eat mm. uh, you can have lunch at two or three p.m. <laughs> on a on a Sunday. So when when do you have dinner then? Is it like in Spain, like ten eleven? PM, so, yeah, yeah, late, late dinner. Yeah. During the week should be about 9 PM, but mm -hmm. uh, on the weekends definitely like 10 or 11. No, okay. I googled on Hulu and I can see it's it's a I can see it from now. It's a really nice restaurant because you have pictures on the wall of uh, of a cow and a pig, and you have you know these diagrams what part of the cow what what you can eat from it, and then it's full with bottles with wine bottles, so it's Definitely just drink and eat there heavily, I would assume. Um, so, yeah, I yeah, can see. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, I exactly. Can see how You're this restaurant a... is so famous. Yeah, looking all nice. The, all the steak. Uh, you can also have um, chorizo. Chorizo is like a beef uh, pork. Uh, it's, not, it's not like the wine on, uh, on Spain. Chorizo, but chorizo we, we is it, okay in Spain. Chorizo is like a sausage, isn't it? It is a sausage as well. Yeah, but it's slightly different because uh, I think the one in Spain you need to eat it uh, cold, right? Not necessarily. I have eaten it. Not necessarily. Well. Okay. Yeah, if it goes on tapas, you can because it comes with different sauces and you can eat it warm there. Oh, uh, you're, you're right. Yeah. yeah, yeah. In that case, is is true. Uh, so yeah, it's quite quite similar. We we also have that uh, with the barbecue, uh, wine definitely red wine with uh, oh we always have red wine with the barbecue. Okay. So, so what's okay? I, I I really ask you what we can see and we without noticing we went into food. <laughs> so okay, <laughs> while we're on the food subject, then why are we talking about barbecues and wines? Tell me things that you eat in Argentina that we probably don't know. Like one of them is, I know that the steak is a big thing there. You eat a lot of steaks, I think. That, that's, that's what I know. Okay, that's correct. Tell yeah, me some yeah. meals that probably we don't know. So Argentina has a very strong uh, European influence. So I don't know if there's something... So, like, there, there are some things that you can find, especially in the north of Argentina. Uh, of course, the food uh, from all over the country you can find in Buenos Aires. But some mm. special food of the north of Argentina that is near uh, Bolivia's border uh, is uh, umita. That is like, uh, it's made of corn. So it's like a mashed uh, Corn, we could say, with uh, cheese. Um, umita, another th umita, yes, with uh, starts with H. We, we ah, have yes, you H. don't, you don't read the H. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. <laughs> exactly. I, I remember. So it's and it's folded in a corn leaf as well. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's actually. It's not something you can find only in Argentina. You can find it in many South American countries. Okay. Um, so wait, you, you have the corn, which is boiled, and then you mash it and you add cheese in it and you fold it in a leaf of corn. Is that, is that all? Exactly. Yeah. Yeah, that, that's all. It's very simple. Okay. And uh, another how, thing we have... How do you eat it? How do you eat this? Is it like a snack or you eat it together with the main meal and just grab it? Do you dip it somewhere? How do you eat that? Uh, you can. It, it depends. You you can. Uh, it could be an entry. Like uh, it, it's in general, it's not the main meal because it's not uh, it's not much. Mm, yeah. So in general, it's it's not uh, the the main meal. 
Umitas. And then we have another Umitas, yeah. The, then we the have name? another one uh, that's called the uh, Locro. Okay. Any silent and, letters uh, here that I need to be aware of? <laughs> no, 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 no. <laughs> locro, Locro. So L O C R O. Yeah, I got this right. Locro, yeah. okay. So what is this? Is there is there corn again or chickpeas or beans? What is this? Yeah, all of that. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so now, now so it's quite like fun. Your, see what you have in your garden. Put it there. Let's call it locro. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, and uh, then you use things like uh, the 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 nose of the of the pig or or the ears wow. uh, or, or the leg because. Um, this used to be like a typical slave food in the past. For slaves? So it was, yeah, exactly. Same like uh, you can find the same kind of food in Brazil, uh, feijoada. So okay. these are so all, all the things that uh, masters had left. The, that the, they the don't slaves, eat? They exactly. Just, the okay. slaves used it for, uh, to, to eat. So nowadays it's a quite a not not a fun food, a, a very national food. So national days we eat locro, mm -hmm. but in the past it was uh, slaves' food. Uh, nowadays you also f use other kinds of meat, not only the the, the, the nose or the yeah or, or the or the leg. Yeah, I can see some chorizos popping in and some other type of meat. So is that a thing that it is only for Argent or originated in Argentina or you can see it in other South American countries as well? Mm, with that name, only in Argentina, but yeah, I, I saw very similar uh, dishes in other countries as well with other mm -hmm. names that... That yeah, that, totally that makes sense. So it's in South America, it's like every other region. So for example, you ask me about Bulgarian food and I'm going to tell you something, but you're going to say, oh, that I ate in Serbia. I'm like, yeah, you're going to have it a different name, like Serbia, Romania. It's like Balkan area, like with Balkan food. And the same, you're going to have it in, in Argentina. It's understandable. Exactly. Okay. Locro, exactly. Locro and Umitas. So far, I'm for Umitas. <laughs> <laughs> Well, me too, because I'm vegetarian. Okay. <laughs> um, and, and then we have many meals that come from European meals. Like, uh, uh, I think in, in England it's called shepherd's pie. Mm -hmm. it's, it's like made of with potatoes. We have the same. We, we, we also have this. Or we have um, Spanish omelette, tortilla. We, we mm. eat those as well. And mm -hmm. something that is really big, actually, yes. I think we eat it, people eat it even more than barbecue. Uh, milanesas. Oh, what is this? That so, sounds you know, delicious, to be fair. But you, you know it already, but with another name. It's like schnitzel. Schnitzel. So, ah, me gusta. I love yeah. schnitzel. Uh, we call it Milanesa because yeah. uh, the ones that brought it here were uh, people from Milan. Ah, and the name stuck. So interesting. Yeah, yeah. Oh, and we, yeah. we have Milanesa. We also eat, we eat a lot of pizza in Buenos Aires. Pizza is very uh, big. We have a mm. pizza place every other, every other block. Uh, when we have it, it's quite thick. It's not like in, uh, it's, it's more like New York style. So it's thicker and with a lot of cheese. Ooh. As much cheese as you can. A lot of pizza and a lot of cheese. Two of the things I enjoy a lot. I'm starting to like Buenos Aires more and more. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> yeah, those are things I uh, actually miss when I, even though I can find similar things yeah. it's like the this this uh, the style could change a bit it's okay. just a matter of taste right what about what about drinks then except the wine which by the way argentina has a lot of popular wines uh, a which lot one? of malbec yeah. malbec malbec, malbec. Mm -hmm. so except wines are you drinking something something else any beers or water or is just you you wake up let's have some wine 
<laughs> well, actually, I think we, yeah, many people like wine, but I think beer is even is more popular, perhaps, than wine. I mean, generally speaking, right? Uh, then we have a drink that uh, is actually an Italian drink, but I think we drink it more here than in Italy. <laughs> uh, it's called Fernet. Fernet Branca, have you heard of it? It's, it's mm. like a very... Um, it's uh, well, uh, an alcoholic drink made of uh, herbs, different herbs. In, in Italy, I think they use it for uh, when, when they have some stomach ache. Okay. But we, we, we have it together with Coke. So uh. it's a very popular drink here, but some... I think uh, some people don't like it. <laughs> is it is it bitter? Yeah, it's very bitter. That's why we we use it with Coke. I see. Yeah, it it's it looks like one thing. So I used to work in hotels, and I was an entertainer there. And what we had an entertainment was one of the thing. One of the perks is our lunch and our dinner. We had the option to eat it with tourists. And I enjoy that. I will sit with tourists like, hi, how's it going? And this and that. And they were ger there was a German family once. They, and <laughs> Germans, I love Germans. They will go and they will pick like, okay, two cucumbers, you know, one meatball here, like really little, and they're going to eat everything. And they see me like, I have my plate with a peak on top. Like, oh, are you going to eat all that? I'm like, just watch me. And I finish it and I go for later for more. And he's like, oh, you're eating a lot. I'm like, I'm burning so many calories here. What do you expect? And then he gave me three bottles. Look, this is good for digestion. Take it. <laughs> so it wasn't that. But that's why I ask you if it's bitter. It's the same principle. It's alcoholic and it's bitter. He's like, oh, schnapps, have it after meal. Good. <laughs> and I'm yeah, like, okay, yeah, thanks. Yeah, exactly. It's, it's very bitter. Uh, but yeah, people just drink it whenever they want. It's not... Uh, it's not something we just uh, uh, drink at a specific time. It's a po very popular drink. But, you know, the most popular drink in Argentina isn't alcohol. It's an unalcoholic drink. It's coffee. It's called mate. And ah, I have it here. I knew it. Mate. Yes, <laughs> yes, yes, yes. You know, I did a podcast about China and the girl was from Argentina and she was having her mate as well. And I was thinking like, I oh, you know what? I used to live with a girl from Argentina and I don't know how this tastes because I don't think she shared it with me. Like, oh no, we usually share it. <laughs> we usually share it. It's true. <laughs> so is everybody like, I remember seeing this. It, it looks so strange and she was taking so much care of that and so far, three Argentinians in my life that I met. And then it looks like you're traveling around with your mate. Always, yeah. It's yeah. like an extension of your hand. Yeah, actually, um, so when we started our trip around Europe, we've been like six months without mate because uh, we were very light. We only had like a 30-liter uh, backpack. Uh -huh. So we couldn't... Like we could take this, but we couldn't take the uh, the recipient to to hold the water thermo. So we didn't have that. We couldn't take it. So, but then my mom came to visit us, and she was like, "I was like, please bring mate. I need mate." <laughs> so hold on. So mate is the mug with the straw, or what is mate exactly? We call, we call the pot mate, and we also call mate the whole drink. So it's an, a herb that, uh, so let's say one liter, if you drink one liter, it has the same effect uh, of a, a cup of coffee. So it, it keeps okay. you awake, but it's not as aggressive not as strong. coffee. Mm -hmm. Okay. Yes, exactly. But it's more like a cup of coffee. Uh, so we... It's a matter of uh, being together, sharing. Like in other countries, it's the same with tea, I mm -hmm. guess. Okay. But so we all this, share the same. How this mate came together? Like how all these things started? 
Well, actually, it started before Argentina was Argentina because it's an indigenous tradition. Mm. So it has many, many years. Uh, I believe it comes from uh, Guarani, um, one one of the the indigenous tribes that Mm -hmm. uh, we have. Especially, they're very uh, popular in Paraguay. It's Paraguay, north of Argentina, south of Brazil, and part of Uruguay. And uh, actually, Paraguay and Uruguay are uh, Guarani. Uh, are so what? They're, uh, they are words that come from uh, the Guarani language. And oh, okay. They have their own language that now is actually also an official language in Paraguay. And they are the ones that, uh, that uh, had mate and when the Spanish started coming uh, to this part of the world, uh, they, they liked it and, and they acquired it. So Interesting, it's just... because they, they didn't bring it to Europe, or I think they don't, they didn't, because I don't see that in Europe. No, no, it's not popular. I think in some countries they drink it. Like uh, some people told me that it, you could find mate in Poland. Uh, and it's one of the biggest uh, consumers of, of yerba mate. That is the, the herb. We call it mm-hmm. sherba mate. One of the biggest consumers are people from Syria. Syria and Lebanon. Interesting. Very yeah. Interesting. Hmm. Okay. Mate. Um, perfect. So we had we had some food, we had the drink, and so mate. It's one last question about the mate. So is there any anything like uh, the mug mate belongs you need to have a connection with it in a way like everybody has a different mug log that represents the person? Is there something like that or not really? Not really. We, perhaps the difference would be the way we drink it. Uh, some people put sugar on it, some people don't. Um, then, then we have, uh, yeah, it depends on how much water you put. The, the water shouldn't be boiling because otherwise you just, you're going to burn the herb. Mm. And it, you, don't, you won't have a, a lot of minutes, so it won't taste very well. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then what we do is one one important thing, which you should never move the the, the, the straw. Why? It's, it's forbidden because otherwise you can make it. Uh, it will be harder to to drink it. The water won't come up uh, in the way it should. So you never should like uh, move the steer the the, the straw. So and you put. You, do, yeah, go on. No, yes, please. Uh, ask, so I'm, I'm just question? trying to understand. So you have a, this thermos, as you say, which is a bottle that's going to preserve it. You put some herbs inside. You put warm water. You leave it for, I don't know, one hour. And then when you put it in, you don't put just water, but you put also herbs in your mate. So the main thing of the mate is the herb. So first you put the herb, and then you put the straw, you put the water. So you don't put the herb in the thermos, you put the herb in the mate. Only here, exactly. The the thermos is only for the water. I see. And then once you you pour the water, you drink it, and when you finish, you give it to the other person. But uh, Mm. it's always the same person that pours the water and give it to the next person. Uh, we all share the same. We all share the same. Because it's easier to remember who's the next if it's only one person doing it. it that, uh, that reminds me, and the way it looks on the screen is like a pipe in a way. And it reminds me of a pipe. Yeah. You know, you, you put stuff, you smoke it, you, okay, you, you refill it after that. Very, very interesting. Mate. Okay. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, so we had food, we had drinks. Let's talk about some history and some sightseeing. So you said in Palermo it's more like new. Um, is there any land, like quickly, any landmark or two in Palermo that we need to pay attention to before we go to where we have history somewhere? So um, 
Mm, there is a main square that is called uh, Plaza Serrano. And in this main square, uh, you can find most bars. Uh, so it's, it's very nice. You can, uh, something quite interesting uh, about uh, Buenos Aires that I know same happens in other cities, but not in many. So the night starts at, uh, let's say, midnight. If you, if you want to go, uh, to go out dancing, the yeah. night starts at 1 a.m. And, and then you can be awake until 6 or 7 a.m. And you will wow. see people in the street during the whole night. Wow. So hold on, that's the square. Am I correct? It's called Serrano, Plaza Serrano, like Jamon Serrano. Is, is that the same thing? <laughs> yeah, so that, that's a popular name. So nowadays they change the name. It's called ah. uh, Plaza Julio Cortázar. That is what, a very famous Argentinian writer. Okay. Yeah, but the popular name, because they changed very recently, <laughs> the popular name is uh, Plaza Serrano. And then you have other squares that are very nice. You have the forest of Palermo that uh, have like a lake in the middle that is very nice. You have um, the planetarium and yeah, mainly uh, Plaza Armenia also. The Armenian community in Buenos Aires is really big. So they mm -hmm. have their own square, Plaza Armenia. And yeah, that's mainly, it's, it's really nice to walk on streets in, in Palermo. You can find um, a lot of streets, street art in Palermo, a lot of uh, street art. Mm -hmm. So you just walk around and you will find uh, some, some painting in the wall that you like, uh, things like that. Okay. So, so help me out here. Um, I'm, I'm a fan of the saying that there is no stupid question. So I'm just going to put out that now. Um, I was thinking that Spanish went, you know, and Spanish were taking over Argentina and they were ruling. But then you said that, you know, Milanesa, uh, the Italians went there. And also Palermo is Italian, uh, it's an Italian city. So yeah, what's the Italian right. influence there and what is happening with that? Well, culturally speaking, I think we are being more conquered by Italians than Spanish, perhaps, <laughs> or, or both in a way. But um, so Argentina has been a country that's really open for immigration. So we've had all sorts of immigration. Actually, we, we also have a Bulgarian community here. Of course, a, I am not surprised at all. Seriously, I'm not surprised. <laughs> in a city called Berisso, there, there is a very, very big uh, Bulgarian community. And then we have all sorts of immigration, but I think the biggest uh, immigration was from um, Spain, Italy, and Germany. Oh, yeah, I think so after, after the Second World War, a lot of Germans went to Argentina to try and save themselves? Uh, it, before as well, <laughs> before oh, as well. Way. Yeah, so uh, by the end of 19th century, yeah, until after the Second World War. Uh, mm -hmm. So we are, yeah, we have many communities uh, here, but we're mainly um, influenced, or not mainly, but in a way we're influenced by because of the food. We eat a lot of pasta, apart from pizza, mm -hmm. And Milanesa, and we also have Faina. Uh, we eat a lot of pasta, and uh, also the sweets we have, uh, mainly from Italy. But but you say uh, your influence, and it's more like you know tourism style that people moving to live in Argentina now. But what about back in the days with the ships when they came and conquered the lands? Were there any Italians yeah. at all there? There were Italians as well. Uh, yeah, yeah. Most of us are Italian descendants. I must say. And so by the end of the 19th century and beginning of 20th century, we had a, a really big uh, Italian immigration. And so even the way we speak is kind of, uh, has a lot of Italian influence as well. Do you move your hands a lot? We move our when hands a lot. We have, we, have, we have special gestures. Exactly, yes. <laughs> Give me yeah, one yeah. gesture. Mm, okay, so what we do is we put our hands 
in the in in the elbow, and this means uh, that you are stingy, <laughs> that you don't want to <laughs> waste money. <laughs> so wait, so if if you if you speak to somebody, like if you speak to me, like eh, hey, Pavel, and you're gonna do that? Yeah, 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 I'm going to do this because I see that you don't want to spend much money. I see. <laughs> Okay, or are you gonna be talking to someone else? You're gonna be talking to someone else and be like, "Ah, leave Pavel. He doesn't want to spend money." And then I'm gonna be yeah, like, "Yeah, exactly. Eh, what are you talking about, eh?" <laughs> yeah, 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 exactly. And another gesture that for uh, I think for many cultures is a kind of uh, aggressive, but yeah. for us it isn't. Is ah, we do like yeah. this, and it means I don't know. I don't know. Okay, so basically your hand, for those of you listening, your hand slides your throat and goes out at the bottom of your chin. It's like, eh. And not not is... only that, are we, are we put our gesture, like the, the, um, uh, in the gesture in the, in the face should be like uh, putting the, the, the face like a, down. Is that like <laughs> a sad face or like a questioning face? Questioning yeah, phase. Yeah, questioning phase. Questioning phase. Okay. So I don't know. Mm -hmm. I see. But yeah, I, I think I, you're right. This is an aggressive gesture in some other cultures. But that is the magic of it traveling. Is. I think I think it is, yeah. Um, okay. How about some... Tell us some history. Some history. Do you know something? Some stories? Some places? Some monuments? Something from the history? Would you be able okay. to surprise uh, So I told you about the most modern neighborhood yes. in Argentina. So now I will tell you about the oldest, oldest neighborhood. Yes. Argentina. <laughs> What's the San name? Telmo. San, San Telmo. San Telmo. Okay. San Telmo. Okay. So yeah. it's a very nice neighborhood. There are many, um, we call them conventitos. So they were like old houses uh, where especially where immigrants used to live all together. So you had these houses that we call Casa Chorizo because it's long as a chorizo. <laughs> you, have, you have the house that is very, very long and you have people living in different rooms and in, this, in the center, they got together to, to talk or, or dance tango or things like that. Dance tango in the house, you mean? Yeah, exactly. In the center of the house, uh, they, they could also dance tango. And so in this neighborhood, actually this neighborhood ago, um, was an, a rich area, quite a rich area, was, was near the port, uh, near the river. Mm -hmm. But then what happened, uh, I believe it was at the end of the 20th century, beginning of the 20th, uh, sorry, end of 19th century, beginning of the 20th, um, there was, it was the uh, yellow fever. And so many people had this fever, in, especially in this neighborhood that was in the south of Buenos Aires. So it's an area that is uh, easily flooded as well. Mm -hmm. So rich people from there moved and went to the north. So now that's why the richest areas in Buenos Aires are in the north part of the city. Uh -huh. For example, where Palermo is. Have Palermo, Recoleta, those are the, some of the richest neighborhoods. But would you say in, that area now is, you know, poor or of, like medium? Yeah. Mm, the south part of the city is the, poor, the poorest part. Yeah, exactly. Okay. So it's very nice. Still, many many foreigners live in San Telmo, mm -hmm. but if you see the streets, it's kind of empty. You should be a bit careful. Mm -hmm. Okay. <laughs> so, is there any fact that you can say that you can share from that area? Is there something else? Would you say, or something uh, else that you can see in that area? Well, mainly the. It's, it's near the center, so it's, it's near the, the, the government house. It's, we call it Casa Rosada, so the pink house. Uh, so it's very near the pink house. Uh, it's very near the Cabildo. That is where we 
uh, started the independence. And it's also near, uh, yeah, very historic places, historical places, uh, state uh, government uh, buildings. Uh, so what is Casa? Very, so so what is Casa Rosada actually? That is the government house. It's like a white house, house, but it's pink. Okay, <laughs> pink house. The pink house. So can you can you go inside? Yeah, uh, depends. Certain days you can, not all the time, but you can visit like a restricted area. You need to book in advance if you want to get a a place to enter. Mm -hmm. But it was also very nice is there is a museum about Argentinian history right next to the pink house that oh. not, not many people know about. Okay. Okay, okay. So when was the independence? So it was uh, 9th of July of uh, 1816. 1816, what was the day? 9th of July. 9th of July, 1816. Okay. Okay. Rosada. Um, yeah, Argentina was one of the first countries to become independent in, in, South, in South America. Uh, it was almost yeah, at the same time Chile, Argentina, Bolivia. Mm -hmm. Okay, okay. One of the first ones. Well done. Okay, anything else we can see? Uh, so you also have an area called uh, Puerto Madero, that is the area of the port. It's quite, it actually looks a lot like uh, the main area uh, within the river of London. Looks not, not the same, but you, could, you can see that they try to imitate a bit. <laughs> uh, the, the, this part. Um, okay, are you referring to Canary Wharf in London? Yeah, yeah, okay. yeah, exactly, exactly. You could say that. So that area is also very nice. There is a, a reserve, a natural reserve, very near uh, this area. Mm -hmm. And uh, then in in Buenos Aires, yeah, that's that's mainly it. You have a lot of events, many things going on, many uh, places to go to the theater or listen to music. Um, many, many of them are for free also. So it's, it's very nice uh, to visit Buenos Aires. Hmm. And uh, an interesting fact uh, also, not, not nowadays, of course, but uh, usually you can, you can go, uh, you can walk at night, uh, very late at night, one, two, three p.m. Uh, and you can you can see uh, many bookstores that are open. Bookstores selling old books. Bookstores, one a.m. in the morning. Who's buying books yeah. at that time? That's it's, it's very fun. Very funny. Yeah, I don't know. I haven't seen this anywhere else. But why? So there are people going to buy books. <laughs> I'm not they sure. They go 1 a.m. Really, they go and buy books? I would think people just because, go and get uh, You know, we, yeah, but we, you know, um, we have a lot of mate during the whole day. So then we, we are very awake at night. <laughs> okay. And another, <laughs> another, one? another nice uh, fact is there is a very nice bookstore called um, uh, Grand Splendid, it's called. Uh -huh. It's a very nice bookstore that is theater. So you go inside the bookstore and you, you're like into a theater. It's very nice. Is it always, oh yeah, it looks very nice indeed. It looks like a theater, you're very right. Is it also open late at night? No, not this one. Okay. Yes, I will imagine that because I don't know if somebody who's you know tipsy or a bit more drunk enters and start doing bad stuff, you know, playing, throwing the books around. Which this this looks really like a sophisticated place. It, it's it seems like a place that you should enter with a tie. You know, you should dress up for that place. <laughs> yeah, no, no, you don't you don't need that. <laughs> you don't need to do that. Oh, where where is this bookstore? So it's uh, 
On the way between the downtown and Palermo. No, in between. Okay. Perfect. It's not a, it's not that you need to go somewhere far, far away. It's a, no, 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 no. Exactly. Mm -hmm. And then, uh, yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, there, are there are many places to, to go and visit in Buenos Aires. Uh, many places where you can go and, and eat outside. Uh, if you have the opportunity to gather with uh, local people, it's also really nice. Uh, mm -hmm. more, many people speak English, but anyway, uh, it's not everyone. Uh, so it's also nice to, to learn some uh, words of uh, Spanish. Even though if you speak Spanish from Spain, probably you're not going to understand an Argentinian. <laughs> because we speak very differently. Well, is it really, really different? Like, are you serious saying that you're not going to be able to understand if you speak Spanish? Oh, I mean, um, here people like uh, like it if you un you speak some Spanish, so make an effort to uh -huh. understand you. Yeah. But we're also very proud about our way of speaking. So we'll also try to teach you, people will try to teach you some, some expressions, some local expressions. Uh-huh. Okay, okay. Okay, so learn some Spanish, no English, be ready to learn some Argentinian. <laughs> In a way. Yes, exactly. And actually, that's why uh, I haven't mentioned before, I just started a podcast uh, about Ooh. Argentinian Spanish. Uh, Hold on, your podcast is about language? Yeah, exactly. Oh, it, it's in it's Spanish. It's in Spanish, yeah. Okay. It's, and it's actually, I don't teach Argentinian Spanish. I just speak in Argentinian Spanish very slowly for people to understand, to see the difference. Okay. So what are you talking about in that podcast? Uh, could be anything about uh, cultural facts, about Argentina. Um, what about your recent podcast with Pavel? So, sorry? What about oh, your yeah, exactly. podcast with Pavel? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Here, here, is the subject, yeah, was... here is the subject for your next episode. You're set. <laughs> How often do you release episodes? <laughs> so I'm just starting, so my idea would be once every two or three weeks. Uh, but then uh, with time, I, I hope I can do it uh, more often. I'm crossing uh, my fingers to you so you can do it more often. <laughs> And, and definitely we're going to leave link to your podcast in the description. Okay. Thanks so much for your tour. Oh, I, I just saw now in the picture that is still open here that this bookstore that looks like a theater is 100 years old. Yeah. Yeah. It's very old. It's a it was a theater before and they converted it into a bookstore. So it's actually st it's still a theater in a way. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Really um mean. And also, I forgot to say that there are some very nice old buildings uh, in, in Buenos Aires. Many, really, we have many, many uh, coffee, coffee shops. Uh -huh. many you coffee mean mate shops? Uh, actually, in Buenos Aires, people drink more coffee than in other parts of Argentina. Even though we all drink uh, mate in our house, we only do it at home. We don't drink in a coffee place. And so in coffee stores, we only drink coffee. And we get together with friends and, and yeah, have a coffee. Mm -hmm. We have a very old um, coffee shop that's called, um, it's, the name is uh, uh, Tortoni. Cafe Tortoni. I like the name. Cafe is, this, is this 100 years old as well? Yeah, it's the oldest um, coffee store that is still open. Love it. So how, it's a really nice. It should be about 100 years old as well, I think, or even a bit older. Uh, I, so it's a really I, beautiful, really nice place to go, but try not to drink coffee because. In my opinion, they don't have good coffee. <laughs> chocolate, chocolate is better. If you have hot chocolates, 
uh, or if you want to have uh, something like uh, yeah, like a beer or or a sidra cider, then that's better. But uh, the coffee isn't isn't the best. <laughs> it's the best coffee coffee you can have is in Palermo. Ah, okay. There you have more professional uh, places for, okay. for coffee. So this coffee, I, I quickly check online, and this coffee shop, uh, Tortoni, is open in 1858. So it's more than 100 years, almost like 150 yeah. years. And it was opened by yeah. a French immigrant. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Mm -hmm. Really, it's, really it's curious. Yeah. Okay. Well, perfect. Thanks so much for that. Uh, would you have any closing statement to, I don't know, any final words or any wishes or whatever you have on your heart? <laughs> so I, I, I could speak about uh, Buenos Aires and Argentina the whole day, <laughs> of course. <Okay. laughs> but uh, uh, no, I hope, uh, I hope you can come and visit yeah, we're always with the uh, arms open to to foreigners. So it's uh, this country is in the, the far, southernmost uh, part of the when world. When you have so. your when you have your hands open, sorry to interrupt. Do you have mate in both hands so I can take one of the mates and start drinking? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> now it's more difficult because we have to. We need to use one each. But uh, <laughs> ah yeah, Corona times. Yeah, I'm so exactly. as I told you, you're my third Argentinian, and uh, I so want to try this now. Uh, next next person I meet, hopefully it's gonna be live, and I'm gonna ask them, ask him or her, when we're gonna have some mate. Yeah, they will love it. <laughs> Definitely, they will love it. We're really proud of mate. Uh, but uh, I advise you to have it with a bit of sugar first time, perhaps, until mm. you get used to it. Okay, just a bit. How about honey? Can you put honey? You can, yeah, definitely. Definitely, okay. you, can, you can put honey as well. We'll do that. We'll do that. Okay. Um, so, any, I'm sorry to interrupt you about the honey that uh, you're waiting for us with open arms in Argentina. Um, was there something else you were going to say after that? No, yeah, that's. Uh, I hope you 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 all can come and visit Argentina and uh, and visit Buenos Aires and and have a lot of fun. Okay. Uh, okay. How can you say thank you in Argentinian? Gracias. Ah, I thought you're gonna surprise me with something else. <laughs> gracias. Muchas gracias. Ah, no, <laughs> doesn't count. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so some Son words. Bienvenidos. Are, so Son some bienvenidos. Words, so, but that's what was it say? Some be some bienvenidos. That means you're you're, you're all welcome. welcome. Okay, uh, I thought you're gonna surprise me with some word that I don't know. Like because you said it's if you speak Spanish, maybe you won't understand everything. So I was hoping for something else that I know. I don't know, but anyway. Well, yeah, I could use you, che. We, this, that's a word we use a lot. It means hey, but not not to say goodbye. Unfortunately, I don't have I don't have a special words to say goodbye. <laughs> In Argentinian Spanish. What do you say? Hey. Yeah, che. We say che. Che. Ah. Che is hey, like hey, how's it going? Yeah, or you, when you want to call someone's uh, attention. Ah, che. Interesting. In Italian, they have che, but it's more like, ah, what the hell, I think. Yeah. <laughs> Could be could be taken from Italian. We 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 don't know. Many many of our words are taken from Italian. Mm. Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, Marielle, thanks so much for joining us and for walking us through Buenos Aires. It was a pleasure. Uh, I wish you good luck with the podcast. We're gonna link that up in the description. And I wish you a fantastic evening. <laughs> thanks a lot. Thanks for uh, for letting me be part of, of your podcast. Thanks a lot. Muchas gracias. And that's a wrap for yet another episode of the Curious Pavel podcast sessions. Before we finish completely, let me just tell you two things. First of all, thank you so much for listening to the whole episode. You are warming my heart. And the second one is... 
since you listen this episode till the very end, that means you enjoy it. Well, don't be selfish and share this episode with other people. Before you close your app, really go and share this now. Open your phone, go to the episode, share it to your favorite platform. Don't be selfish, share it to other people. Let them learn something new about this country, about this city, about this place as well. Don't be selfish, share, 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 share. Thank you so much. If you're into visuals and it was by accident that you ended up on this podcast listening, if you prefer visuals, these episodes are also going on the YouTube channel, Curious Pavel. Thanks so much for listening again for the whole episode. Thank you so much for sharing. I wish you a fantastic day and I'll see you on the next episode.